0: Welcome to the Inspiration Incubator. Here we rejuvenate, reconnect, reteach, and redirect. I am your host, Leona Baker. It is our hope that you leave inspired with resources and information to help you achieve and dream. Our world needs you. Let's see who is next on the Inspiration Incubator. All right, it's time for sponsors in the spotlight. Today's sponsors are Custom Cover Arts. Now, I want you to go to customcoverarts.com, take a look at their gold, platinum, and diamond packages. One of our lucky listeners, they're gonna be able to choose which package is right for them and receive a nice discount. Stay tuned to see how you can enter to win. And remember, Support our sponsor, Custom Cover Arts. Dr. Tamara Beckford is a board certified emergency physician who attended medical school in North New Jersey and trained in emergency medicine in Philadelphia. She lives in Houston where she works for two large healthcare systems. Most recently, she has been at the front line battling the surge of COVID 19 and has been recognized as a COVID hero by the New Jersey Academy of Science. With over 10 years of experience working in hospitals, she has treated it all from heart attacks to strokes, gunshot wounds, and delivered babies. Most recently, Dr. Beckford has been at the front line battling the surge of COVID 19 in Houston. Dr. Beckford, is a wife and mother of two young boys, ages four and one and a half. She is passionate about patient care and loves educating her patients about ways to improve their health. As the founder, she is launching a telemedicine urgent care named You Are Caring Docs. You Are Caring Docs helps people who want to see a doctor quickly for their non-emergent medical problems that occur at inconvenient times through video conferencing Although the emergency room should be used for severe ailments, many patients show up in the ER and spend thousands of dollars because they are not aware of the options available. Some non-emergency issues can be treated by telemedicine from the comfort of the patient's home, office, or even a car. Dr. Beckford wants to ensure that the community does not have high medical bills. This episode of the Inspiration Incubator is presented by Gold Star Tax and Financial Solutions, IRS Debt Negotiation, Income Tax Preparation, Auto, Home, Life, and Business Insurances. Contact Yvette Allen today at 832-593-4990. Gold Star Tax and Financial Solutions.
1: Doing well. Thank
0: you. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for coming. I'm just so excited that you are here with us today. Um, it's gonna to be a fun show and we have an opportunity to learn about medicine in a new way. But when I think about your journey, what a lot of people may or may not know, your roots stem in Philadelphia and New Jersey. So can you take us at that starting point just take us to that place, and just give us some details about your journey. Absolutely. So
1: I studied medicine in Newark, New Jersey. So did four years of that, and then I did my training in Philadelphia. So we actually lived in Over Park. Oh, yes, that those were my stomping grounds.
0: Yes. Um,
1: the, did my training there after my three years of training, I came down here to Houston. Um, it was pretty interesting. One of the reasons why I left was during the air during that time there were a lot of um, winter storms. I don't know if you guys remember. I mean, you're down here, so you're not uh-huh. privy all of that, but. Uh, that last year I was there, um, we had a really bad storm. And the city of Philadelphia cleaned up that storm. It was on a Tuesday, wow. and they cleaned it up. And, you know, the streets were good. And then by Thursday, we had another big storm, and it was as if nothing changed uh, uh, uh. between Tuesday and Thursday.
0: I had to, you know
1: how they talk about it. I walk a mile, the, to get to the your grandparents here, that I walking a mile. Right to here and there. Yes. <laughs> I had to literally walk a mile from where I live, which is up um Cabernet Wow. to the yeah, to the train
0: station in knee
1: high
0: thick no Wow, and I can I can attest to that. I remember uh, there, there used to be a time where I, where I lived in Germantown, and I remember taking my kids to school, and they they have full-blown snowsuits on. And I can tell you, when I moved to Houston, I don't look back. I love the weather here. I know people are afraid of the hurricanes, but we do uh, we do fairly well. And I just this weather is just everything to me. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about that. You know, I just wanted to let everyone know, since we've been in this COVID climate, we do have doctors such as yourself. are at the forefront who are caring for our citizens making sure that all the details and everything that you do is about saving lives it's about ensuring that family members have an opportunity to just reunite with their loved ones once again and we don't take that for granted dr becker so before i go any further i just wanted everybody to know that You were literally battling um, the surge of COVID-19 and you have been recognized as a COVID hero by the New Jersey Academy of Science. Wow. All right. You are doing it, sister. And thank you so much for all that you are sacrificing daily. When did you know that medicine was your passion and What were some of the habits and routines you incorporated into your life to help prepare you properly?
1: So medicine was, uh, or science, I should say, I've always loved science. During my high school years, um, I thought maybe I'd become a pharmacist. So I did uh, summer programs, and in those summer programs, we were able to get exposure to the different careers in here, the first year i did get exposed to um a pharmacy and how the pharmacists work within the hospital system itself but unfortunately being that i was a high school the pharmacy department did not really have an idea of what to do with the students and so they placed it in the basement to organize medical records in the order there wasn't an interaction. People and so on and so. Unfortunately, that was the view of what the pharmacy um, industry would be. And I thought maybe this was not for me, so I applied this summer again and was supposed to um, shadowing physicians. with the patients and doctor interaction. I realized that I really like. I love. I love being able to communicate with the patient for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I love to, um, you know, diagnose and to really process and to come up with plans and to try to execute and see if the plan worked or not. So that helped me into the mindset of the introduction into medicine. Now, the process of becoming a physician, it's it's a very challenging one, not the best question. It's like a 2% um, or even between seven and two percent of people really get to that level. Um, so it, it, it takes a lot of um, hard work. One of the things that I had to do and learn was to do a lot of introspection. I I tell this to my um my brother who is now I to be to be a teacher so he just took his MCATS in class. Me. <laughs> uh-huh. So um I tell him, you know, you have and dig deep during those hard times and you have to be true to yourself if you have not put forth all the hard work that you really know that you are capable of and you do not get the things that you want do not blame others you know you can dig a to be deeper and you take your time to dig deeper um i had to do that through undergrad too. you there were all opportunities to work a little bit hard, but I always had to be honest with myself and decide, tomorrow, did you really give this your call? If I can look myself in the mirror and say, Yes I did and it didn't work out, I was okay with myself. If I looked at myself and said I knew I could have worked a little harder, then I went back.
0: Hmm. So. wow. That's excellent advice because um Essentially, when you're saying that you love science, and you know I love science, I enjoy learning. Um, and one of the things that you have to learn to do in science, you have to be very, very observant. You have to learn to observe and to um, to pay attention to how methods work to understand research. Um, so that you know that's that's just great. That you were able to focus and observe yourself and say, "Hey, if I didn't give it a hundred percent, let me go back and do it again." Um, and I know, like your yourself and myself and others, sometimes we can be hard on ourselves. But that 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 work it, it really pays off. There's nothing like feeling accomplished, knowing that you set a goal and you completed it, and reaping the benefits of that goal. So you know thank you for sharing that um what was your 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 college experience like a little when you were staying the course as it relates to becoming a doctor what were what were some of the maybe a? can you give us a an example of a barrier or an obstacle that you had to overcome
1: absolutely absolutely so this is one of the things that i actually um tell a lot of students so i i mentors um some students who want to do medicine whom I interact with not on a completely formal basis but I really take them under my wing from applying how medical scribes and try to get them. Through. One of the things that I press them is my story as I'm gonna tell you, which is undergrad for me, I did not fly to undergrad with a 4.0. There were obstacles there were some courses where I just did not have a good foundation in high school, and therefore they became obstacles in college. One of the biggest for me was the chemistry portion. Biology was very, um was easy for me. I love biology; it made sense. Mm. The chemistry portion was challenging. My second year in undergrad, those who want to go into medicine you know, and you'll hear about organic chemistry. We might as well call organic chemistry Pillar of dreams for those who want to pursue medicine. It is one of those courses where either you get it and you do very well, or you're not getting it and you really struggle. And when I say this, I mean a great percentage of the students in the course will struggle. I found myself as one of those students struggling. And so I had to then put about the introspection and, and digging deep, that's when I had to do it. I had to decide I'm going to just study harder. I'm going to have to change my study method, and therefore I'm not going to be able to enjoy these extra parties this year because I had to get my grades up. I knew that method me, is what I wanted, but if I were going to go and pursue this and not be able to become a doctor, it should not be because I didn't try. So I really had to dig deep to, a, to an elementary like Papers, like copy paper, printer copy paper. And I started to out these chemical reactions and use markers. I mean, it's as if it were like kindergarten using colors, and, but that's what I had to do. Yes. In, to get things done. It didn't matter what others thought about me and I wasn't popular at that particular point. I had a dream. <laughs> in order to in order for me to fulfill this dream, I had to dream it. Wow. And that's
0: it. You know, Dr. Befford, thank you for being so transparent. And just so candid about that, and I I attempt to encourage others when they are teaching themselves about any subject, sometimes you have to focus on the fundamentals. Oftentimes, whether it's sports or whatever it is, like I'm, I'm trying to teach my daughter how to play tennis, you know, the little that I learned from teaching myself, learn from my uncle who plays tennis and has 101 trophies, just watching him. He and my dad <laughs> play tennis. You just, you sometimes you have to go to the fundamentals and no one should ever discount someone who is focused on the fundamentals because that means you are building brick by brick by brick. What some people don't know is here in Texas, um, it's difficult to get a certification as a uh, elementary school teacher. And not for reasons that people think a lot of times people think that that's the easiest certification to get when you're teaching, but it's the most difficult. And the reason is, is because of the fundamentals. The the Houston Independent School District has actually had to uh, hire teachers from other countries. They've had to hire teachers from other states because you have to take a five hour exam. Um, and pass it in addition to another five-hour exam, which is called the PPR. So that's at least 10 hours of uh, testing that you have to take um, in order to become a uh, certified teacher here in the state of Texas. That's that's just the, the certification. That's not including all, all of the exams. With doctors, the exams that you all have to take, how many hours is that exam? Is it eight?
1: The, the first one, when actually the MCAT has changed um, somewhat since I took it. However, when I took the MCAT, it was an eight-hour exam. And then yeah. um, when you're in medical school, um, you have two. When you hear people talk about the USMLE, uh. medical exam, so you take one after your second year, and um, you take another. There's a two-part one after your third year, and then after your first year in training, you take the third part. And then once you complete training in whatever specialty you're trained, then you have another very long, almost eight-hour exam again um, to take. Uh, and then every ten years, you have to retake these exams. So there, there's, quite, there's quite a lot it's sim- similar to um, our colleagues in the teaching profession. Lot to do, and I, and you understand respect why it takes so much in order to get to the um, training you. you want to ensure fundamentals as you're talking about um with the elementary school teaching and why it's the the first exam that you as the Malik one that's taken it's not a clinical exam it is an example of fundamentals uh-huh on, you know, the micro, the pharmacology. And so it's one of the most challenging of the three steps of the similar we talked about. It is the fundamentals.
0: Wow. I tell you, years ago, initially when I um, was in college years ago at the community college, I, um, I wanted to become a nurse. And I was told by a guidance counselor that I would not make the cut and that that was not for me. And the day that I received my acceptance letter to nursing school, I was—I still have it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very—I'm a very sentimental person. I don't keep much, but when I do keep something, it's because it has meaning to me. It has value to me because words impact me. And um, yeah, I—I I will never forget receiving that acceptance letter and how I felt. I'm excited about some of the things we'll be able to do to help inspire up and coming doctors as you move forward to your telemedicine urgent care. So with that in mind, can you provide us with details about your telemedicine urgent care name, you are caring docs. How does yes. this support the medical needs of the community and what role will you play?
1: Oh, absolutely. So um, you're caring docs, as we mentioned, it's a telemedicine urgent care. So what that does, it allows people to see the doctor quickly for their non-emergent medical issues that may arise, what we said, inconvenient time. So this is for your sinus infection that is uh, mounding and then went on for seven days and then now it's just really unbearable, but it's 2.30 in the morning. You know, you can't handle the pain any longer You can go online and then be seen via video teleconferencing by the doctor. Then um, you can get your prescription sent to the pharmacy electronically. You can get it in a couple hours. If there's a 24 hour pharmacy near you, you just let them know and it's sent electronically there. This is for your mild asthma. You know, get that treated before it comes the strong asthmatic attack Uh that's going to now require you to go to the Emergency room. These are for the air raids infections. So, these medical um, issues that arise, these inconvenient times, you're in the middle of the day when you're at work, you're like, oh, you're, you're such an, oh man, I feel like you can go online and get, and get treated. And it's very discreet. It's all what we call HIPAA compliance, meaning that it's private and everything is according to the law as if you are going to physical urgent care center or to the emergency room. Um, it is not only um, convenient, but it's also cost effective If you can get these medical issues handled quickly, then it negates the time for you to, one, having to leave your room, um, having to sit in the waiting room, um, having to be around others who you might be afraid. Yes as you're waiting to get this care. And you can get it for many, 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 many years um, less than if you were to put it in your for the same care.
0: Wow. That is a uh, very innovative. And my question is, how do you do that? What does that process look like? And I know it's different for, you know, each person because we we all have different needs somebody may be wanting to be seen because like you said they have a, a migraine someone else may need to be seen because they just had a child and they're having some difficulty sleeping because of the um what do they call them they used to, what are the cramps that the women have after they have a baby Oh the uterine contraction with oh. the uterus back? Then. Yes honey <laughs> but, but all of that doctor all of that <laughs> Well, sometimes I know women after, you know, giving birth, those contractions are real, you know, Um, and so there's no telling what you can see in the day's work of having um, emergency care, offline care, telemedicine care um, through an urgent care program. So with all the different needs, can you give us an example of something in particularly that um, a, a client may be able to come to you about and then actually receive the care that they need without coming in person? And, and some options, cause I know you can see them in the vehicle, you may be able to go to their home. Like what options specifically do you offer for the, um, you know, your future clients?
1: No problem. So with telemedicine urgent care, the good thing about it, it is all virtual. So this is you feeling this, as we mentioned, your urinary tract infection, or you might have eaten something and you start noticing a mild allergic reaction. You're having, you know, the itching, um, and but however, you're not going to the point that your throat is well enough that you need to, you know, an epipen. At that point, you need to go to the physical ER. But it's a mild reaction. You're trying to prevent from becoming Ill. Um, You would go on. So either you use a laptop or you use your phone. You have a smartphone. You'll go to the www.yourcaring.com, you know, that's U-R-C-A-R-I-N-G-O-C-S, yourcaring.com, and you just click be seen. Once you click to be seen, you'll see a list of times where the doctor will be available. You just click whatever time is, in it for you and you start noticing these symptoms and you want to be seen however you can't get out of that meeting right now but you know that in an hour i can and i'll look online see is there an appointment available for an hour from now and then click the appointment however say you are at home and you want to be seen right away you just go online. Similarly, click. Is there an appointment open right now? If so, just click, and
0: then you'll get to. Wow. That's that's just amazing because I want to let you know, Doctor Beckford, for single parents and for our senior citizens who are having to navigate their way through a COVID climate. You just became a hero once again. This is just amazing that the medical industry is really focusing on urgent care from a telemedicine viewpoint. We have too many people who don't necessarily take advantage of medical treatment at this point in time in our nation's history because of what's going on with COVID. But now as a result of doctors such as yourself and other individuals who are investing in facilities such as these, they'll have that as an option. We will have that as an option. So that is just that is just wonderful. I mean, the thought came to my mind just the other day, someone that I, I heard was in a car accident. That person may need something as simple as some muscle relaxers, you know, due to, due to spasm. Yes, you can call your doctor, but your doctor is not in and you're having, you know, these issues. Go and see Dr. Bedford, telemedicine, urgent care. So this is just no, there, there,
1: there There is a, a, a need that I wanted to provide for the community, as you're mentioning. And, you know, we talk about the single parents. Um, there are others, too, who people might forget. What about our small business owners? In this climate, you're trying to make a, a profit. And you have made your profit for that month and within the climate your profit might not be like one of the large corporations that this month you made over a hundred thousand the profit might be yes i got fifteen hundred this month or two thousand and that's what we're calling profit so what that means is that they paid all their bills and this was left over one visit to the emergency room for a non-emergent medical issue can wipe out that whole profit and this is what I want our community and our listeners to understand. You know, you can still get excellent care. Do this at the point where the, you're at the beginning of your discomfort and not let it get out of hand. Then you can be able to get the care and get a lot of these issues treated and have it not progressed to the point where now you have to go to the emergency room. And once you did, Know
0: that cost is going to be over a thousand dollars. It's just insane. There is obviously insurance that um, is uh, affordable to a degree when you're single and you're a small business owner. But you know, definitely when you have kids, on top of being a small business owner, you literally have to. It's 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 a lot. You know, Um, anything over three four hundred dollars a month for anybody to have to pay just for medical that you don't necessarily use all the time. It adds up, it really does. So that's just, that's just great that they have these options. And one of our sponsors, Gold Star Financial Solutions, uh, they actually provide ins- uh, health insurance and, and uh, insurance for small business owners. So you all may or may not need to connect, but um, I will definitely uh, encourage our audience to come and see. Dr. Beckford at Telemedicine Urgent Care named you are Caring Docs. Now who's on your team, Dr. Beckford? And has this industry, how successful has this industry been so far? Like do you see a lot of people utilizing the service or do you see people um, you know unsure of it? Like what, what is your take on this industry specifically? We know you hope to be successful and you will be. Mm-hmm. Um, But what have what are some of the trends that you've seen in this particular industry?
1: So telemedicine, urgent care, is a newer trend in that people are not completely aware of the ability to see. They're they're since COVID, they're a little bit more hesitant than in and they're seeing um, some of their primary care dogs through the telemedicine, and so they know that it exists. Um, there are large companies that are out there that, that have been doing telemedicine, and you know, telemedicine itself is not new. Um, the telemedicine earth care portion, just dedicated to that, has um, become a little bit more popular now since the COVID times. Um, you know, the statistic really has been showing that if you see telemedicine, that patients can save like 100 minutes of their time. This is all from like the website doctor.com. So they've surveyed um, 1,800 people and they found from this survey that 91% of them said that they would stick to their appointment. So if they may be, a to, you know, to say, okay, I want to see a doctor in power. 91% of them, they'll stick to this appointment if they can do this with telemedicine medicine because it's more in your face, you know, forefront. Um, you're less likely to ignore your issue if you know you can get it handled. Um, hmm. It's also finding that they've been able to save people, you know, over $100 in health costs, and they're dividing that into $75 for their Direct healthcare costs and approximately like twenty five dollars for travel time.
0: Wow! So that's
1: something that people are not thinking about. Mm. Um, if you still get in the car, gas, parking. You know, there are a lot of other factors that really do come in when you're getting up to go and try to get care. Of. Um, in addition to the fact that it's it can be inconvenient because you're leaving your home. Um, so. We we I do see that there is there's a lot of positive for um the telemedicine urgent care um our population biggest thing that I like to do is to educate what can and cannot be treated um, with medicine urgent care I do make some videos and post them on um on Facebook
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes.
1: and our population about that because it's important
0: yes yes it is
1: that that you do not jump online for something that's gonna you're gonna end up being delayed in the care Mm -hmm. and then it can cost you um a life or a living it's important to know what can be treated Wow! And what? Oh.
0: Absolutely, and I tell you, our health is our wealth. And I look, I'm, I just want to let everyone know that you and I met actually just through networking, and um, I was very excited about that. I won't say where we were, you know, but we were a part of a um, a nice group of people, um, intellectuals, and. Um, you and I connected and uh, we've been rolling ever since. And so I'm excited about some of the work that we'll be able to to impart to the community as time moves on. And um, I, I'm just so happy for you, genuinely happy for you that you move forward with your dreams. And more importantly, you took the action necessary you took the action necessary to say, this is what I want to do. I am going to do it. You didn't let anything get in your way. And um, it's just wonderful to see all of this unfold and to be a part of it in a way, you know, I'm excited. No, you are a part of it. Thank, Thank you. Me. Absolutely, I'm so excited for you. Now, who's is there any particular person on your team or um, is it just you right now? Can you give people just a little bit more information you know as you know that that pertains to that so they know what to expect when they call for services because so we know they're gonna call
1: <laughs> so at this point it is um a team of one so i am i will be doing all of the calls um until i can grow the business mm-hmm. one of the reasons i want to do it this way is that i want to set the foundation for the excellent care that i want to provide for our patients in the community so once you set that foundation then i can get others board who can continue with the excellent care and say i want our patients one have excellent care and two to understand why things are happening within their body to either prevent it or to ask intelligent questions when they go to their um primary care doctors or their fellow doctors, they can understand why they're taking their medication, um, how the medicine affects them. And some patients that I've heard of pretty um often is just like, well, how can I get off these meds? You know, well, you can come up with a plan with your family doctor, but you're going to know that in between, you're not going to get four Care if you're unable to get in contact with your family doctor, and you um, have to use your caring docs, I really am starting by myself to set a solid foundation of excellent care and education to our patients, and then from then other people on board who are like-minded.
0: Absolutely, to do absolutely, because I know here in Houston and beyond. Um, there are a lot of people who may want to reach out to you directly. So we'll make sure they get your information at the end of the segment. It's always nice to be a part of something when it's fresh and it's new. You never know who would, who's interested in being a part of the telemedicine urgent care you UR are Caring Docs. Now, as we move forward, and we start to move forward towards the end of our, our interview here. On a personal note, as a medical doctor, I'm sure you are aware of the statistics that HIV and AIDS play in the Black and Brown communities. Um, We as minorities are really impacted. When I think of relationships, being married is, is a necessity in some instances in order to have a happy, healthy, emotional, physical and financial lifestyle with a person as you build. And here in the COVID climate, um, I really have an appreciation for the couples who are building a life, who are ensuring that their children have what, or they're planning properly for children, or they're, you know, they're looking at their their finances, their portfolio, their gifts, their talents, their skill sets, and they're saying, you know, these are the areas that we're going to focus on, but. More than anything, they just get to love on one another and enjoy one another. And you and your husband have a, a beautiful relationship, a beautiful family. So my question to you is, how did you know your husband was the one? I'm working.
1: And then there were times when we could talk. You know, were, I was able to have that big stability to help take my mind off of the stress. Um, training. Did, you know, training is really just a stressful period in any business. So it was a pretty early moment that he showed his um, strength in being a rock. Um, and he has continued to do so ever since. Um, you know, when between Philadelphia and Benigni down here, we, we've had um, a long distance relationship. In that period uh-huh. um, before he himself needed to come here, and we were able to still feed that strength um, and that stability. So he has proven time, time that I have made the right decision.
0: Wow! Well, I thank you for sharing that with us because there are many, you know, ladies out here who are in the medical field and not, and they're looking for that supportive. Friend, and you never know what advice that you just provided to them to let them know whether or not they have the one.
1: It's it's challenging. Yeah, me. I'm not going to negate this, and I do understand. I have gone through some of the the unstable um, portion before I got to this, so this is not like you know one hit wonder. Yes, <laughs> it was. We have I have gone through others before I have wow
0: supportive loyal Absolutely. just everything that you need and that's that's such a blessing to have can you just i'll give you an opportunity just to share your information directly um because mm-hmm. we're we're so excited about this to this new telemedicine urgent care named you are caring docs and all the wonderful uh all of the people all of the senior citizens the single parents Even the mothers and the fathers who don't necessarily know what to do, they don't wanna go to the emergency rooms, they can contact you and get the care that they need virtually. My goodness, we are in a global virtual community, whether we wanna understand that or not, it has arrived with COVID. And I've known this for years now, but essentially with COVID, if you're not global, you don't understand the world you're in, (laughs) okay? Yes.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, how can so you use you as a resource and, and give us your information? Thank you.
1: Absolutely. You can get in contact with me at www.yourcaringdocs.com. That's you are caring, S.com. At this point, if you are listening to this um, podcast and uh, you might have a landing page up, and you can put your information in there. It'll come to me and I, you can ask whatever particular questions and then we'll be able to contact you then. Uh, even when the website does want, if you do have questions, you can put it in through the website, the same www.yourcare.com, and we'll be able to answer any particular questions that um, might arise. On the website, we'll try to provide as much information as possible about what um, medical ailments we treat. Um, I'll also try to provide some um, educational um, blog info on there so that you can understand about what's going on within the body and kind of related to um, different things that's going on in our, um, our world, and our community at that time. So I would really like to give a comprehensive website um, and if there are additional things that any of our listeners would like to see, just put that into the um, send it into the contact info portion. Also, just say, hey, I would like to learn a little bit more about play, and then see how we can get that.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Beckford. It has just been very refreshing, very rejuvenating having you on today as my guest, and I look forward to us educating our community about all that you're doing to impact the lives of just everyone in need of care, special care, virtual care. It's all here.
1: Absolutely.